0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Encido podcast. My name is Mark Encido, and um, today's podcast is going to be part four of the series that I'm working on. Uh, we're going to talk about 1964. Probably um, a more informative year. Um, a lot of information that gathered up for this episode. Um, it was when the British invasion pretty much took off and came to America. And erupted like you wouldn't believe. The Beatles became more popular than Elvis. For that matter. Maybe that's going on the limb, but that's what I think happened. Um, but it was a, it was a, a lot of history happening in, in this year. And I feel like this is a year that really things were changing. And... the start of it, but I think it was good to go like three years prior, you know, when the, when the Beatles first came out, their first album and all that stuff, you know, and talk about like, well, this is how they started out, and we get into 1964, and this is what happened in 64, and other groups, and all that stuff, um, so let's get started on this episode, um, 1964. In January of 1964, uh some hit records include Hello make Do- him talk. <laughs> right. Hello Dolly by Louis Armstrong. Needles and Pins by British band The Searchers. The Hollies released their first album, Stay with the Hollies. On January 1st, New Year's Day, Top of the Pops makes his first broadcast on BBC Television in the UK. On January 10th, British band Manfred Mann releases the 45, five, four, three, two, one. Um, on January 10th, the Rolling Stones release an EP, self-titled The Rolling Stones. The four songs featured were "Bye Bye Johnny," a cover a Chuck Berry original, "Money," which Beatles covered on their second album. Um, He Better Move On, and Poison Ivy. Now, before I go on, if you're wondering what an EP is, um, in Extended Play, they were released back then, pretty much only up until, like, the 80s, when vinyl pretty much died out, well, it's coming back in style now, vinyl, if you ask me, um, but when it died out in the 80s, pretty much, EPs were coming out, and I've a play, uh, record, Often referred to as an EP, is a musical recording that contains more tracks than a single 45, but is usually unqualified as an album or LP. Thanks to Wikipedia for that uh, definition there. Can't get any literal in that. Um, let's continue. On January 13th, Bob Dylan releases his third album, titled The Times Are changing Bob Dylan wrote the song after the death of President John F. Kennedy the song was a p- prophetic anthem of things that were b- to become the times were definitely unchanging um, besides the, the uh, Tau track we, we, the other song that w- was really a landmark song on the album was uh, With God On Our Side two of the album's key tracks All the songs are in my Dylan, all 10 songs from the album, and uh, it's a a good album, very uh, prophetic in some ways. Uh, I think also on January 13th, yep, um, my bad, (laughs) I read something wrong here, January 13th, the Beatles released their first, um, the second album actually. To be released in America, but the first on Capitol Records, "Meet the Beatles." It was called. The album cover is the same iconic photo from the second album. From Britain with the Beatles, which is the four of them wearing turtlenecks, and there was a black and white photo of the band. Very iconic photograph of the band. The album cover also states the first album by England's Phenomenal Pop Combo and that's pretty much true they were that phenomenal <laughs> on January 18th the Beatles appear on Billboard magazine charts for the first time on January 23rd the Temptations released the 45 of the way you do the things you do on January 30th blues singer guitarist Muddy Waters releases the album folk singer on January 31st, I'm the Lonely One by Cliff Richard in the Shadows was released on 45 February. Suspicion by Terry Stafford was uh, released. Interesting story about that song. I, um, I was pressed, Presley recorded it, I think about a year or two p- prior, and uh, it wasn't really a big hit for him, but Terry Safford did it, and his version is probably the most popular version of that song. And I can't, ironically enough, he does sound like I was pressing a little bit. So <laughs> that's pretty funny how that worked out. Uh, February also uh, Barbara Streisand releases her third album, the th- called The Third Album. February 1st, Indiana Governor Matthew E. Welsh declares the song Louie Louie by the Kingsmen pornographic. Governor Welsh requests that the Indiana Broadcasters Association banned the record. Publisher Max firetag offers $1,000 to anyone that can find anything suggestive in the song's lyrics. <laughs> February 3rd, the Beach Boys released the 45 Fun Fun Fun. February 7th, the Kinks the British Band releases Long Tall Sally, the first 45 and Little Richard cover. Also on February 7th, Jan and Dean released the 45 Dead Man's Curve. On January 7th, the Beatles made their arrival in the United States for the first time. They were greeted by thousands of screaming fans at New York's John F. Kennedy Airport. On February 9th, the Beatles performed on Ed Sullivan's show, breaking television ratings across the U.S. It is stated that the audience was 73 million viewers. February 11th, the Beatles performed their first American uh, concert at the Washington Coliseum in Washington, D.C. February 14th, the British band Dave Clark Five releases the 45 "Bits and Pieces." On February 16th, the Beatles again perform an Ed Sullivan, this time on location in Miami, Florida. February 20th, Marvin Gaye releases the 45. You Are a Wonderful One. February 21st, The Rolling Stones do a Buddy Holly cover, excuse me, not fade away. Also on February 21st, Just One Look by The Hollies was released. Little Children by Billy J. Kramer and Nekotas was released on February 21st. On February 24th, My Heart Skips a Beat, Back With Together Again, by Buck Owens, is released. February 28th, Theme for Young Lovers" by The Shadows was released. Also on February 28th, British duo Peter and Gordon releases their first record, A World Without Love, which was actually a Paul McCartney competition. In March... Sam Cooke released the album. Ain't that good news? Also, in March, uh, Stan Getz and Joao Gilberto, a Brazilian guitarist, releases yet another album, a jazz album with a bossa nova sound to it, called Getz and Gabo- Gab- Gilberto. Excuse me. In March, the Beach Boys release. Their fifth album, called Shut Down Volume 2. It features the hits Fun, 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 and Don't Worry Baby. On March 13th, Mary Wales releases the 45 My Guy. March 14th, Billboard magazine claims that sales of Beatles records make up 60% of the entire singles 45's market. March 16th. This Jockey, Alan Freed, is charged with tax evasion. March 24th, John Lennon's first book gets published in his own right. March 27th, British band The Animals came out with their first 45 called "Maybe Let Me Take You Home. Also on March 27th, The Beatles occupy the top six spots on Australian's Pop Charts. March 28th, wax figures of the Beatles are put on display at Madame Tussauds' Wax Museum in London. The Beatles were the first pop stars to be featured at the museum. In April, the Dixie Cups released the 45 Chapel of Love. Don't Throw Your Love Away by the Searchers was released. British man. Uh, April 4th, the Beatles occupy all top five positions on Billboard's Hot 100 with the singles Can't Buy Me Love, which actually became their one of their best-selling singles um, to date. Twist and shout, She Loves You. I want to hold your hand and please, please me. April 10th, Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying by British band Jerry and the Pacemakers was released. On April 10th, The Beatles released their third album in America, titled The Beatles' Second Album. On April 11th, the Beatles held 14 positions on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Previously the highest number of concurrent singles by one artist on Hot 100 was line by Elvis Presley on December 19th, 1956. On April 13th, the Temptations released their first album called Meet Temptations. Features the hits I Want to Love I Can See and The Way You Do the Things You Do. On April sixteenth, the Rolling Stones released their debut album, self-titled The Rolling Stones. Hits on the album include Route Sixty Six, Little by Little, Tell Me You're Coming Back, which was the first Jagger and Richards composition. And the only one from the album as well. April seventeenth, Constantly by Cliff Richard was released in May. Dang Me by Roger Miller was released. Johnny Cash released the album I Walk the Line. The Dave Clark Five releases a second U.S. album called The Dave Clark Five Return. Mary Wells releases her album Mary Wells sings My Guy. On May 1st The Rise and Fall of Flingo Bunt by the Shadows released a 45. On May 1st, Yardbirds release their first 45. I wish you would, back with A Certain Girl. A Certain Girl contains one of Clapton's already great guitar solos. Eric Clapton. Uh, May 2nd, in the United States, a Beatles second album. Hits number one on the LP charts and only its second week of release. On May 5th, Leslie Gore releases the record. I don't want to be a loser. May 11th. The Beach Boys release. The 45th, I get around, back with. Don't worry, baby. Um, May 15th, the Hollies release. Here I go again. On May 20th, Judy Garland makes headlines after a disastrous concert in Melbourne, Australia. May 22nd, Can't You See That She's Mine? Back with Because it was released by the Dave Clark Five. British band the Spencer Davis Group releases their first 45 called Dimples, a cover of blues legend uh, John Lee Hooker. May 30th, in, in America... The Rolling Stones' first album is released. Titled, England's England's Newest Hitmakers, The Rolling Stones. Track listing is overall the same as the British version. The only difference was the British version features the Bo Diddley original Mona. On the American version, a cover of Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away made the cut instead. In June jazz trumpeter Al Hurt releases the 45 Sugar Lips <laughs> uh, the crickets the same band that backed like Buddy Holly up when he was alive released the 45 on their own called They Call Her Alabama." Jim Reeves releases the 45 I Guess I'm Crazy folk group The Kingston Trail releases the album Back in Town in June also in June, during the performance of the Railway, guitarist of the British band The High Numbers accidentally breaks his head of the guitar on the low ceiling above the stage. This incident marks the start of the idle destructive art by destroying guitars and drums on stage. And uh, just let you know I think it was in the episode of 1962, I was talking about, a, I mentioned a band from Britain called The Detours. Um, they changed their name, and then they're the ones that became the high numbers, actually. Uh, June 2nd, Ragdoll by the Four Seasons was released. June 4th, the Beatles kick off a world tour, which included stops in Denmark, Netherlands, Australia, England, and Sweden. On June 5th, the Rolling Stones kick off their first U.S. tour. On June 8th, Janet Dean released 45, The Little Old Lady from Pasadena. On June 12th, the 45, Tell Me You're, by the Rolling Stones is released in, US, in the U.S. It was the first Jagger Richards composition released that featured on the top 40 in the U.S. peaking at number 24 and also was released on their first album, both in the U.S. and U.K. On June 17th, Where Did I Love Go by The Supremes was released. On June 19th, The Beatles released an EP titled Long Tall Sally. It was released one day after Paul McCartney's 22nd birthday. Tracks include Long Tall Sally, I Call Your Name, Slow Down, and Matchbox. On June 22nd, Loretta Lynn releases the album, Before I'm Over You. In, on June 26th, British folk singer Marianne Faithful releases her first 45, As Tears Go By, a song that was actually written by Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and the Rolling Stones manager, Andrew Oldham. On June 26th, the Rolling Stones released a 45 It's All Over Now. On on the Beach by Cliff Richard and the Childs was also released on June 26th. Uh, British the Nashville teens One Hit Wonder released their only hit on June 26th. Tobacco Road. Uh, British folk duo Chad and Jemmy released a summer song on July 31st. Um. In 1963, they released a record too, called Yesterday's Gone, which was also a minor hit. Also in July, uh, the new beats released Bread and Butter, Rem- Rem- Remember Walking in the Sand, My Shangri-La was released. The High Numbers released a 45 called Zoot on July 3rd. And that year, yes, the same High Numbers that smashed their guitar on the concert. And they again changed their name for a third time, or a second time, actually, excuse me. Um, becoming the name, this is the name they, they pretty much still have today. And uh, so, originally called the Detours, and changed their name to the High Numbers, recorded their first 45 as the High Numbers. And months later, changing the name officially again, the four members include Roger Daughtry, lead vocals; uh, Pete Townshend, guitar and vocals; John Whistle, bass, guitar and vocals; and occasionally French horn, and Keith Moon, drums and vocals. They became known as the Who. Um, July 8th Maybe I Know by Leslie Gore was released On July 10th Man For Man released a 45 Do All Diddy Diddy Also on July 10th The Four Tops released Baby I Need Your Loving July 10th The Beatles released the album A Hard Day's Night in Britain Hard Day's Night was also a movie that the Beatles started. in, their first movie. Um, basically, there wasn't much of a plot to Hard Day's Night. Um, well, there was a plot, and there wasn't a plot. Overall, it was about the Beatles, a day in the life of touring, getting harassed by the press, uh, you know, warming up for their gigs, whatever, you know, getting chased by fans. That was the Beatles' life, pretty much, in those early 60s. And that was Beatlemania for you. That was how crazy it was then. But there was actors in there playing their managers and stuff with two guys, the short guy and the taller guy, who are their role managers, and of course the older man who was not really his grandfather, but played Paul McCartney's grandfather in the movie. It's actually a pretty good movie, Like in the, in the music great too. I know, if you, all the songs on the album were written by Len and McCartney and one by Harrison. Um, there's a total of 13 songs on the album. Um, it was the first album, I think, to feature all the The Beatles compositions. No, no covers. Um, interesting thing about how they recorded it, they recorded the first seven songs from the film before the movie was shot. And then they went on to shoot the movie, did a tour in America, you know, and so I would show and all that stuff, and then came back and recorded more songs to fill the album out. So... Um, some of the hits from My Hard Day's Night include My Hard Day's Night, I should have known better, if I Fell," and I love her, can't buy me love, um, And George Harrison's composition, I'm happy to and dance with you. Um You Can't Do That Things we said today. That was some main some most of the hits of the album actually. Um so yeah. On july thirteenth, the Beach Boys released their sixth album called All Summer Long. Features the hits I get around all summer long and little Honda. On July 17th, Bill and J. Kramer and Nakoda release the 45 from a window. British band and Zombies release She's Not There 45 on July 24th. July 25th, The Animals release House of the Rising Sun which became one of their most popular recordings. Um, Eric Burden once said in an interview after hearing Bob Dylan's version of it, I felt like it was a song that needed to be rocked, that needed to be electrified, so we did it ourselves. That's what kind of Eric Burden, lead singer of the Animals, has stated about the song, The House of the Writing Scent. On July 31st, Martha and Vandell was released as the 45 dancing in the street. Also on July 31st, uh, country singer Jim Reeves was killed in the plane crash that he piloted in Nashville, Tennessee during a rainstorm. Uh, both Reeves and his business partner, Dean Manuel, were killed in the crash. This is coming after 16 months after Patty Klein's Tragic death from a playing crash as well. Raves was found, you know. I mentioned that, but the bodies was not were not found forty two hours later. August first, country singer Connie Smith releases the forty five once a day. August third, I don't care, just as long as you love me. My Buck Owens is released. British band Hermans Hermans releases the first forty five on August seventh, called. I'm into something good, also on August 7th, the Kings releases You Really Got Me. Um, August 8th, Bob Dylan releases his fourth album, titled Another Side of Bob Dylan. The album was a departure from the socially conscious style that Dylan acquired on his previous two albums. The change caused criticism from folk critics. One, for example, was from the folk magazine Sing Out. And the editor, Erwin Silver, complained that Dylan had somehow lost touch with people and was caught up in the paraphernalia of fame. There was rumored that Dylan had experimented with LSD during the making of this album. Um, There were a total of 11 songs in the album, all of which were written by Dylan. Uh, The song list includes All I Really Want to Do, Black Coral Blues. Spanish Harlem Incident. Chimes of Freedom. I Shall Be Free, number 10. To Ramalona. Motorcycle Nightmare. My Back Pages. I Don't Believe You, She Acts Like We Never Have Met. Ballad and Plain D. And It Ain't Me, Babe. Um, it was a good album. It was, uh, like, a traditional folk, acoustic guitar, and harmonica. And of course, they're singing, but it was it was a little bit different, you know, than, like, lyrically, you know. I can see what they were trying to get to, but there was nothing wrong with the album. It was good to change it up a little bit. Um, August 14th, the Rolling Stones released the EP titled 5 by 5 The tracks include If You Need Me. Empty Heart, 2120 South Michigan Avenue, which actually is the address of Chess Records in Chicago, and Confession um, the Blues, and around and around. August 19th, the Beatles kick off a U.S. tour, opening the tour at the Cow Palace in Daly City, California, in front of 17,000 fans. August 22nd, The Supremes reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 with their first of five number ones with Where Did Our Love Go? August 24th, When I Grow Up To Be A Man by The Beach Boys was released at forty five August 28th, It's Gonna Be Alright by Jerry and The Pacemakers was released. Also on August 28th, The Shadows released Rhythm and Greens. August 28th, the Beatles first smoked marijuana after being introduced it by Bob Dylan. Dylan met the Beatles at the hotel, the DeMonaco Hotel in New York. Dylan mistakenly thought that Lennon was singing, I get high, I get high, I get high, and I want to hold your hand, when Lennon was actually singing, I can't hide, I can't hide, I can't hide. Paul McCartney felt like he got the meaning of life that night. Thanks in part to their role manager, Mal Evans, because he was he followed McCartney along with a pen and pencil to write down everything that McCartney was thinking about. Um, he had the detailed record of the evening. Um, believing he was thinking for the first time, he said, I've been going through this thing of levels during the evening, and at each level I meet up all these people again. And then I metamorphous on to one another level. Um, it was, it was kind of weird, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, I guess the next morning, McCartney asked Evans what he had written, and, supposedly he wrote, there are seven levels. So, yeah, that's when they first smoked marijuana. I was meeting with Bob Dylan, in America, and the hotels. There was about a period too when when Lennon was into Bob Dylan's music. He started getting into the folk music of Bob Dylan. Um, so it was a, it was a period of change for the Beatles. And you know, they started you know getting involved in other music besides pop and the R and B. You know, stuff they were known for. Um, but uh, but yeah. August thirty first, the Supremes released their second album called "Where Did Our Love Go." Features the hits "Where Did Our Love Go" and "Come and See About Me." September, the Animals released "I'm Crying." September in the USA, the Animals released their first album called "The Animals." On September eleventh, Man for Man releases their first British album called. The Five Faces of Man for Men. September seventeenth Baby Love by Supreme Supremes is released. September eighteenth Theme for Goldfinger and James Bond film is released by Shirley Bassey. September twentieth, Leader of the Pack by the Shangri la was released. September twenty fifth, the rolling Stones released the forty five times on my side released only in America or forty five and it's a bit different than the version you may know. I mean even, even you may have heard the this version before but this version includes an organ in the in the intro, more loosely feel, you know, when it's a organ intro than a guitar. The current the guitar intro is on their second British album. Released the following year. Um uh October. Selling share release one of their first forty fives. Called Baby Don't Go. Um October second, Cliff Richard releases the twelfth of never. Also on October second, the Kinks release their first album. Kinks. October twelfth the Ronettes release the forty-five Walking in the Rain. October seventeenth, the Rolling Stones released their second U.S. album called Twelve by Five. The album's only really key track is a forty-five that was released in Britain called "It's All Over Now." Um, some of the albums recorded at the legendary Chess Records in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, um, October 19th, an album is released by a, a folk duo. Um, the actually got started in the 50s, late 50s, originally called themselves Tom and Jerry. But around 1964, they released their first album, decided to change their name, and they only used their real names, actually, um, Simon and Garfunkel. And the first album on Wednesday morning, 3 a.m. The album features five Paul Simon compositions. Uh, One of which is an acoustic version of The Sound of Silence. Even the title track from the album is a nice little track. October 23rd, The Kinks released the 45 all day and all in the night. British band Freddie and the Dreamers released, I Understand, on October 23rd. October 24th. Rolling Stones will kick off their second U.S. tour. October 25th, the Rolling Stones perform an the Ed Sullivan Show. October 26th, the Beach Boys release the forty five Dance, Dance, Dance. October 27th, the Supremes release Come See About Me. October 28th, 29th, the Tammy Show takes place at the Santa Monica. Civic Center in Santa Monica, California. Now, this may be the influence, the primary influence of the the Rock Festival. In fact, this can be considered as one of the first rock festivals, considering it took place in the auditorium instead of, you know, outdoors. Um, TAMI was the acronym for Teenage Awards Music International and Teenage Music International. Performances include... Chuck Berry... Jordan Pacemakers... The Barbarians... The Beach Boys... James Brown... Marvin Gaye... Leslie Gore... Jan Dean... Billy J. Kramer... And the N'Kotas... Smokey Robinson... And the Miracles... The Supremes... And last but not least... The Rolling Stones... The film was not released... The film was released, there was, a, there was a film, there was a film release for them for this concert. Um, it wasn't released until December 29th, 1964. Um, so yeah, it was probably one of the first rock festivals, if you will. It was very iconic. Um, I had the idea of it. It's actually a pretty good, pretty good show. Um, one part that really struck me was Janine's performance of Little Old Lady of Pasadena. They show like like this one part. They show the uh, the crowd, and they just go crazy. And That's how we got a contra back then, you know. Imagine the movie as the Beatles, and it's really cool to see the Rolling Stones in their classic lineup of Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Brian Jones, uh, Bill Wyman, and Charlie Watts. It was good to see that classic five-piece lineup, you know not many film includes that yeah, fine piece maybe like two or three um, but yeah that was very iconic um, October 30th The Yardbirds released Good Morning Little Squirrel Girl back with "I Got You both songs which include other great Eric Clapton guitar solos it gets better as it goes along October thirty first the Supremes Beach number one for the second time with Baby Love. In November, British band The Searchers released Love Potion number nine. In November the Hollies released their second album in the in, in the Came Talk. In the Holly style. <laughs> Came talk. In November, the animals released their first UK album called The Animals. November 4th, How Sweet It Is and Be Loved by You by Marvin Gaye is released. Band from Northern Ireland called Them. Released their first 45. or not their first 45. Their first little big hit record, actually. Both sides were hit songs. Baby Please Don't Go and Gloria. Um, them is very... Them's lead singer was part of the great Van Morrison November 9th, The Beach Boys released a Christmas album called The Beach Boys' Christmas album. It features songs uh, Lil' St. Nick and The Man With All The Toys, which are played on the radio over the Christmas season numerous times. Uh, November 13th, The Rolling Stones released a 45 Little Red Rooster back with Off The Hook. Also on November 13th, the Hermans Hermans released Show Me Girl. Uh, British Man The Moody Blues released a 45 Go Now, which became one of their early popular hits. Peter and Garden released a 45 on November 20th called I Go To Pieces. The Shadows released a 45 on November 22nd. Genie with the Light Brown Lamp. Also on November 27th, I Could Easily Have Fallen In Love With You by Cliff Richard and the Channels. They both were, might have been A and B side. November 27th, the Beatles released the 45 I Feel Fine back with She's a Woman. I Feel Fine was one of the first songs to include Feedback on the record towards the uh, beginning there. It was done by accident though. November, I mean, December, excuse me. Dream Maybe by Cher is released to 45. She was credited as Sherilyn. In December, the, the Bo Brummel is released. Laugh, laugh. The Dave Clark 5 releases the album Coast to Coast in the, in the USA. December 4th, the Beatles released their fourth album. Beatles for Sale. Um, includes hits like No Reply, Babies in Black, I'm a Loser, which was a Bob Dylan influence, um, I'll Follow the Sun, Rock and Roll Music, uh, what Kansas City, Hello Richard song. Eight days a week. That's some of the hits on the fourth British album. Called Beatles for Sale. On December 7th. The Kingston Trio release. An album called the Kingston Trio. Nick, Bob and John. John members, obviously. December 11th. Ferry Cross Mersey by Jerry and the Pacemakers is released. On December 11th, Sam Cooke is mysteriously killed in Los Angeles. Sam Cooke's single, A Change Is Gonna Come, which may consider his greatest song was released shortly after. On December 15th in America, the Beatles released the album Beatles 65. The um, Rolling Stones released the 45 only in America called Heart of Stone. On December 19th, the Supremes reached number one for the third time of the record, Come See About Me. On December 21st, My Girl by The Temptations is released. and On December 23rd, on board a flight from Los Angeles to Houston, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys suffered a nervous breakdown which prevented him from touring of the band until 1983. Glenn Campbell would step in and take his place occasionally before finally settling with Bruce Johnston. Shortly after the breakdown, Wilson was introduced to marijuana f- from a friend. Okay, the top five records in 1964. Number five, I Feel Fine by The Beatles. Number four, a Hard Day's Night by The Beatles. Number three, House of the Rising Sun by The Animals. Oh, Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison is number two. And number one, I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Not 100, number one record was I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Emmy Grammy Awards. Um, the album of the year was Getz and Gilber- Gilberto. Stan Getz and Joe Gilber- Gilberto. Record of the year. Girl from in Panama by Stan Getz. Joa Gabotro and Astrid Gabotro, which was the wife of G- G- Joe, I can't even pronounce his name. Brazilian guitarist. Song of the Year was Hello, Dolly by Louis Armstrong. Songwriter was Jerry Herman. And best new artists, none other than the Beatles. New acts that broke out in 1964. The Adlibs, a vocal r group from New Jersey that had the 1965 hit, The Boy From New York City. The Amboy Dukes formed in Chicago. They featured lead singer Ted Nugent. The Animals, a British band, formed in Newcastle, England, that featured a powerful lead voice of Eric Burden. The Bill Bermudez formed in San Francisco, who had a hits Laugh Laugh from 1964. And just a little from 1965. the Blues Magoo's formed in the Bronx, New York. The Birds formed in Los Angeles. They were often referred to America's answer to the Beatles. The lineup featured Roger McGuinn, vocals, twelve-string guitar; Gene Clark, vocals and tambourine; David Crosby, vocals and guitar; Chris Hillman, vocals and bass guitar; and Michael Clark drums. Um, the human beings formed in Ohio who was known for the hit Nobody But Me in nineteen sixty seven. The Knickerbockers from the New Jersey and known for their nineteen sixty five hit Lies, which many sworn that it was the Beatles. R and B funk band Kuna gang were formed in New Jersey. Gary Lewis and the Playboys were formed. Known for the hits, uh, "This Diamond Ring," "Count Me In," "Save Your Heart For Me." Everybody loves a clown. She's just my style. Sure gonna miss her in Green Grass. The Moody Blues were formed in Birmingham, England. The original lineup consisted of Denny Lane, lead vocals, and guitar; Ray Thomas, and vocals and the maraca. Clint Warwick, bass guitar, Mike Binder, vocals and piano and keyboards, and Graham Edge drums. The Mothers of Invention were formed in California and fronted by Frank Zappa, known for their brand of comedy mixed in with rock and roll. In 1964, some sources say 63, but. Um, I missed that from last time. I'm going to bring it up now. 18-year-old Graham Parsons. that broke out. He was the singer for a newly formed folk group called the Shilohs. The Shilohs music had never been released until the 1980s. After leaving the Shilohs, Parsons went on to become a legend in rock and rolls. And went to Harvard to study theology until music became his focus. Uh... Sir Douglas Quintet was another band formed in San Antonio, Texas, known for their 1965 hit, She's About a Mover. The band, Them, formed in Belfast, Northern Ireland, considered as a British band, led by Van Morrison. Of course, I mentioned their single, uh, Baby Please Don't Go, and Gloria, both were. Hit records. Gloria probably the most popular actually. You know that song Gloria right? know. Okay. Anyway. Um, they are formed. They called them. T-H-E-M. Them. The Tron's formed in. Andover. Hampshire. England. Known for the hits. Wild Thing. With a girl like you. And love is all around. And the Velvet Underground broke out in 1964 in New York City, and led by Lou Reed. So that's all I have um, today. Um, a little bit longer, and I'm speaking sure through my voice. I'm down with a little cold here, so it was kind of miserable doing this, but not that miserable because I wanted to get out of the way, and I felt pretty good doing it. So I wasn't like totally out of it, but uh, my voice sounds it's kind of like, bleh. you know, it's making me hard to talk and, I stutter as it is too, so it was kind of difficult. But I, I got by. I hope it's, I hope it was a good episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. God bless.